everyone. Welcome to the podcast. We're two seemingly meaningless people. Talk about uh, meaningful things. Hodgepodge of little Christian topics. I'm Chris, and with me, as always, is, is my your wonderful wife. wife. Wonderful, wonderful wife. What? Apparently. <laughs> Did she say she I don't know about that? She. A L E X A. Yeah. What just happened? And that we said you were wonderful, and she was like, "I don't." Let me see if I can find out Is about that. Is that what she said? Yeah, she said. That seems like that seems pretty spurious. <laughs> she hates she me. She does hate I'm telling you. you, I'm Leslie. Ignore the robot. Who is wonderful. I think we said that, and she she said, "Well, at least one of you is meaningless." And I was like, "I don't know who that could be." Oh, that's her alarm. Pause. Don't pause. That's creepy, man. What is it? Oh, my word. I thought we were about to die. Our alarm just went off. No need to worry. It's just the board game closet. Has been... They did. They did really get in there today. They're digging through all the games looking for something to play. And apparently they messed something up. Uh, that wasn't our alarm going off. That was, which isn't even set, by the way. I didn't think it was. I just, uh, I mean, apparently. Apparently the kids and getting into know. the game closet, because we used to have a game box, but our kids, i.e. their dad, <laughs> their papa, loves games so much, now we have an entire closet right. devoted to games. Not like, see, like at our house we had a game closet. Mm-hmm. Did you, did you see that? That thing was huge. Mm-hmm. This is this is a small closet compared to what? The one back by my bedroom? Yeah. I mean, Are you I, saying you had more games as I'm a child? I'm just saying that the closet, they had more closet space. That's what causes this problem. Because when the kids were getting uh, games out, they knocked the the outlet plug to the uh, to the alarm system loose. Okay. So it was just telling us, hey, I'm running on battery, and I think I'm running out of battery. Well, whatever... Whatever it was, I thought it was. You should have seen certain death. Yeah, you should have seen her face, and she was like, "Pause, let's let's go." But we were needed. Go take shelter. And I just in the didn't want to have room. to. I didn't want to have to edit a second audio. Yeah, it was my deal. Okay. I can edit that oh, out if yeah, I yeah, choose yeah. to. Okay. If you stop, then I have to splice it yeah. and. Yeah. Yeah. So I didn't want to do that. I'm just gonna move it over here a little. Move your Oops. mic a little. You are so graceful. <laughs> All right, well, let's hurry up and get to dedication since... <laughs> this since is going we, uh, so well. Yeah, this is obviously going to be our best podcast. Just like the ever. whole night. Yes, because we were trying to... We've been trying to start this thing for like 40 minutes. And normally our kids go down fairly easily. Yeah. Uh, but this one time it was Jack. Uh-huh. You know, he's, he's had a funny couple days. But Yeah, and then the washing machine. Yeah, we, so we got him settled down. We sit down in the washing machine. He's like... <gasps> <laughs> <laughs> It's going to sound like we're doing this while launching into outer space. <laughs> and now, ladies and gentlemen, from the surface of the moon. Oh, man. Nope. We're just here in the living room. In case you didn't know. <laughs> Our usual spots. So, do you want to Have go- you ever noticed this is the only time we sit like this? Yeah, and I don't really... I would like to change it because you're in my chair. Uh, the other remember, day you called it my chair. We tried to change it and it was yep. it was uncomfortable. You're right. So, they yeah. remember. They were part of that episode. We even move a couch for this. Yeah. We, we put so much effort 
<laughs> into providing this. Yeah, I did put my makeup on at 7 p.m. Whoa. For the, the makeup podcast. of the day? For the podcast. You haven't had your makeup on all day? No. I could not tell. I know. It's That's my natural face. natural beauty. <laughs> all right, so dedications. I'll go first. Okay. Because mine's going to be funny. I dedicate today to Alexa. Why? You can see she was our... Never mind. Because she's so helpful. She does so much around the house. I know people are suspicious. I'm not suspicious. I know what she does. I just don't care. (laughs) Like, I know she's listening. I know she's probably recording. I know there's probably some, you know, late 20s guy sitting in a basement Mm -hmm. just monitoring these things and Mm -hmm. sending stuff on to some sort of algorithm and... So now we know what pants to buy. And what kind of cereal we like. Yes, yes. I don't know that. I don't care. I just didn't... She's very old. I just don't want the government to know that I'm a Christian. Because <laughs> they might hold it against us someday. <laughs> like That's how, what I always like say. Like, how low-ball Christianity <laughs> do you have to be living if the only way for them to know is to get a microphone in the secret place of your house? Right. I gotta say, if that's the type of Christianity you're living... Probably need to change that. I just think, like, what if if like someone if, were listening? If the only way you can be convicted of Christianity is someone to bug your house, <laughs> right? Probably <laughs> a level of obedience to the Lord that is below. Yeah, it and maybe like, needs what else do they need to know? I'm a Republican. I mean, it's big surprise, right? Yes. <laughs> also, I'm an open book, man. Yeah. So, you were saying. Yeah, I just, she's so helpful. I really tell, like her. Tell some of the things that she helps us with. She does my hair. <laughs> no. That's not true. Uh, she controls our lights. Mm-hmm. She's our constant timer. Mm, I love what I, she does with timers. I you love can, the timer. Yeah, you can tell her at this type of timer. Like the egg timer mm-hmm. today. And then when it goes off, it'll go egg timer. Mm-hmm. You know. Egg timer. Mm-hmm. So you know what timer it is. Yeah. So sometimes I have like four timers going. Yeah. If I've yeah. got stuff on the stove and in the oven and um, that's the best. Mm-hmm. Uh, we can use her as a speaker to our kids in I, all the rooms. The, my favorite thing is, yeah, is every Sunday morning we have her set to at 9, or not 9.30, we're at church by 9.30, uh, at 8.30. 8.30. No, No, 7.30. 7.30, okay, yeah. At 7.30 to go off, or 7.45 actually, to go off and play our worship playlist and all the speakers in all the house cue at the same time on the same songs and it just starts filling the house. And uh, when we leave, I can, even as I'm going out, like I can just leave some, I can say, hey, play this, play it on loop. Mm -hmm. uh, and For... Why do you leave music on? <laughs> to let burglars know people are here. That's not true. It's not true. I leave it on for the cat. <laughs> he, leaves, he leaves worship music it's, for the cat. Yeah. She, creation is groaning, Leslie. But, she's groaning too. And she's here. Sunday. We're leaving to go to worship. And she's like, yeah. I just love it. I'm waiting for, on the redemption of you folks. Yeah. And uh, why don't you let me get a little bit It's of like you give her her own little worship service here. Yeah. For cats. Yeah. Except without any of the... Uh, she didn't take the Lord's Supper. Mm-mm. So. 
Yeah, so she does a bunch of fun stuff. She and they're learning. They get little new stuff all mm-hmm. the time. She'll tell kids the kids stories. Mm-hmm. She, there's like choose your own adventure stories that the kids What's can go on. What's that called? Unlock. Uh, a, unlock something. Yeah, I don't know. Unlock. A, open a door. Yeah. Um, it's open a door. Yeah. Something. Anyway, and so they can. She can be like, and she will. She'll say like. Would you want to go this way for maybe a scarier mm-hmm. deal, or go this way? Yeah. And so that then starts out what story they yeah. they go. And with. like, if you have kids, you probably would. Yeah. Sit in on that. Like, we're not saying right. Just yeah, we're not just going. Hey, listen, tell my kids something funny. Or, <laughs> tell my kids a story or play me. I mean, yeah, obviously <laughs> you're in there. Um, but I use her for ordering stuff. Like mm-hmm. I can, like when we run out of dog food, mm-hmm. I'm the worst at then going and ordering dog food or, mm-hmm. you know, to, when we start to get low, I can turn around and tell her, hey, order this mm-hmm. and not just put it on a to-do list, but actually order mm-hmm. it and she'll mm-hmm. order it. So and she, she asked you the price. It's not like. Yeah. She you're... says, based on what you bought last time, mm-hmm. this is what's available and this is the price. And you yeah. Don't need to order that. She's not going to like secretly buy you a $50 bag of yeah. dog food. Yeah. Um, I like the the languages. The kids can ask oh, her. Yeah. How do you say mm-hmm. that your favorite is? How do you say baby in German? Yeah, if you have an, one of these things, ask her how to say baby in What's German. What's funny is that you pause saying it. She doesn't. She doesn't hear you when you <laughs> intentionally. That's speak true. To her. She probably. It would be funny if, despite you, she listened when mm-hmm. you weren't talking to her. Yeah. Yeah. So they'll say. Oh, say yeah. baby in German. Uh-huh. It's hilarious. Yeah. Um, and spelling words. It's hilarious. Not that she tells you a joke. It's hilarious that her German accent is like <laughs> East Germ, like late eighties East German woman, you know, like juicing, like for the East German Olympic team. Uh, that's the, that's the German woman that comes on and tells you how to say baby. It's really funny. You can hear the testosterone in that baby pronunciation. Yeah, yeah. We should do it. We could just do it and they could hear it now. Would you like to hear it? Okay, let's see if she'll do it. You turn around. Alexa, how do you say baby in German? Baby in German is baby. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Alexa. How many times? Oh, Have we done that. that? We've done that a lot. So many times. It's always funny. Too. Baby in German is baby. <laughs> what? And it sounds like the same woman is saying it. But So I can imagine her reading it going, oh, the baby. <laughs> okay, I gotta say this like a German. How would German say it? <laughs> baby. Sprecken Sie Baby. Sprecken Sie Baby. Can you imagine? Like a woman. Yeah, talking like sitting in front baby? of a microphone. Whoa, no. oh, yeah, yeah. Talking to your baby. Come here, like, come here, baby. Come here, baby. <laughs> the, the, the East German nuclear family is in trouble. Absolute. Trouble. It's a scary place. <laughs> Come to Mama. <laughs> Golly. <laughs> I keep 
imagine recording that. Like, I can't imagine sitting in front of a microphone and having to go, baby, and I'm like, no. And that's the best one they got. That's the best one. You know, there's a guy in a sound studio going, no, do it again. And finally he was like, let's just keep that one. That's just apparently, that's the, if you wanted a German version of baby, that's quintessential. That's the epitome. I mean, if we're Amazon and we're shooting for the top, oh, mercy. That's, that's what you want. So... She's yeah, she's talking because I said Amazon, and that's the name of our oh the my. one that controls our TV. We are being overtaken by robots. No, we're, now we're just listening to her speak, and we always wonder what she's trying to tell us. Oh anyway, so Mr. Her, and I would, I would, I've talked to friends about opening a smart home business. Mm-hmm. Where I would come in and just remodel homes into smart homes for them. Because mm-hmm. I think a lot of people would... There are things you can do to put in place to to protect yourself in smart home situations. Like, mm-hmm. you don't want your information, like, getting out there. And you want things to be secure. You want your routers to be secure and stuff like that. If you're going to connect these things up to your routers. But, uh, anyway, it's just... Uh, oh, can I say one more thing? Sure. No. <laughs> Baby! <laughs> Don't make me start again. Um, audiobooks. Any yes. any book you own on Audible, she can play. You just and she'll pull it up where you left off. And here's a little Audible tip: you don't have to join Audible to use Audible. Like you don't have to subscribe. Mm-hmm. There are a lot of Audible books that are like two bucks mm-hmm. for the audio, ninety nine cents for the audio, three yeah. bucks for the audio. Audible's like what twelve ninety nine or I don't know fourteen ninety nine and if you don't know this you get you get so many tokens like a token is like a book title and then they don't stack so after like credits. you get credits after you get like four or five credits they you start losing you can't go above like five oh. so if you don't order a book mm-hmm. every month mm-hmm. you start to lose mm-hmm. those credits. Yeah. Which seems stinky. Well, all I know... I didn't know that. Well, we had it for a little while. And we. And have... then we didn't know we hadn't unsubscribed from it. <laughs> but we, we had it for a long while. But we did keep getting credits, and yeah. I did keep using them. Yeah. But, so we got quite a library. Mm-hmm. But then it is time to... You need to cut it off. And the good thing is, again, with this being hooked up with Amazon, is that with Audible is owned by Amazon. Yes. That... Uh, you get a lot of, if you buy the book, you can get the Audible book at a discounted rate. Mm-hmm. Right, right. Yeah. And if you follow um, Sarah McKenzie at Read Aloud Revival, she often does like li- big, big lists of all the good audio Which if you deals. don't follow Sarah McKenzie at Read Aloud Revival, you should. Yeah, you should. It, uh, we have gotten a lot of good information there. But, I mean, she'll have, like, tons of books Mm -hmm. that are super cheap. So, we usually buy quite a few off of that list when they come out. But I've so enjoyed the audiobook option and also the music. Um, We can ask for her to play songs and... Oh, well, you said that about... Mm -hmm. But the kids can ask for some of their favorite songs and Jack... Baby Jack even tries... Mm-hmm. He he knows she's the one that plays Baby Shark, mm-hmm. and 
you can, he'll stare at it and then he'll come and get one of us and be like, hey, hey, you that knows how to make her do what <laughs> I want her to so do. Tell the machine to sing. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah, we've really enjoyed. And you set up our coffee pot. Yeah, our coffee pot is labeled Mama's Coffee. Yeah. So when I tell her in the morning, I tell her to turn on Mama's Coffee. Yeah. And she'll, and it'll start making the coffee. Yeah. And then we can turn it off remotely if we forgot. Well, actually, we set an alarm, like not an alarm, but I set a timer every Sunday at Mm 9 o'clock. Mm-hmm. It turns off. The coffee pot turns off. Because mm-hmm. we have so, a percolator. Yeah. Like. So we don't want to have to worry about, did we leave it on? Is yeah. it sitting there still getting hot? Mm-hmm. It turns itself off at 9 o'clock on yeah. Sunday. Because by then we should be at church anyway. So. Yeah. And I think like my parents' coffee pot is new. And they turn mm-hmm. off automatically. After well, yeah. But not a percolator. But ours doesn't. Yeah, because ours is a percolator. Yeah. Yeah. So. Yeah. It's been nice. Yeah. Little things that like used that. to be a problem. We'd be at church and be like, oh, <gasps> Did we turn off the coffee and, pot? And yeah, we can, and we you, can control the kids' lights upstairs yeah. and stuff like that yep. all through little smart apps. Mm-hmm. Yeah, do you remember speaking of the coffee pot? You moved it to a place in the kitchen where we could see it through the window. If it yeah, was plugged in. so we in, could tell if it was plugged in or we, not. That's how often we had to come uh-huh. check. Yeah, and we didn't have to come back inside. <laughs> Turn off it. the alarm. We could drive up from church, look inside, <laughs> and go, it's unplugged. And just go back. Yeah, like that's, that's how often that happens. But that's the Gore family. Yeah, that's We just, that's we are also the family that our van door is always open. Always open. Like, I mean. It, it's like a running joke at the church yeah. that our van door is always open. I just want to say. That we're we believe in mobile hospitality. Yes. But, if anyone's uh, hungry, yes. there's food in there. Yes. Help yourself. Mo- lots of food. Lots of shoes. Rest. You can yeah. just rest. Yeah. Look, the- there's a bunch of blankets in there. Yeah. Like I was even at Sam's one day, and a lady came up to me, and said, "Yeah, how did she?" Because yeah. we look like we look like we, the family. We're the, we look like the type of family that would leave that their leaves door their door open. Their minivan there were, I, she probably looked inside and said, "That's a lot of car seats." Yeah, that's and a lot of car seats. That looks like a frazzled mom that probably forgets to shut doors. Yeah, it was really funny. Yeah, she's like, "I think your door's open in the parking lot." I've walked through this entire store, <laughs> and you seem the most likely person <laughs> to like. I know. One day I even noticed our mailbox on the whole street. Our mailbox was crooked. It's like, is this just, is this just our thing? We're just a little like wonky, you know, lively. That's a nicer word. Whimsical. Yeah. Oh, okay. Your dedication. I should do my dedication. Well, it's time for us to go now. <laughs> uh, you just that. put out a lot of great information there, by the way. <laughs> yeah. um, I want to dedicate this episode to Garrett and Lainey. Who by this time will be... Mr. and Mrs. Randall. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, Garrett and Lainey are um, two, I guess, college, college-age kiddos mm-hmm. who... Came this last week and taught our kids a really, a really great, um, like beyond what we had expected. Oh my word! Okay, Garrett's a film student at Liberty, and mm-hmm. we were expecting like, which is in Virginia. Yeah, we were just hoping like he could teach our kids how to take something like an iPhone and 
to teach them some cool tricks they yeah. could do to make this movies. This is like trying to make movies, but it's all becoming the same sort of thing. Yeah. And I, and I feel like they would want to do it, more. Well, yeah, it would keep them engaged. Yeah. And, um, like, they have great creative minds, but when you don't mm-hmm. know what to do with it. So we just wanted to channel that into something that would keep them busy and something they could have fun with as a sibling group and... So you're we expecting him to teach, like, you know, like, how to do... This is the play button. <laughs> this is... Which I would have been... Totally like, happy been with. like, thanks, guys, so much for mm-hmm. doing that. Yeah, or how to add some sound effects or something. But the hate came in, like... <laughs> let's, that was a high-quality... from beginning to end. We're going to teach you how to make, like, a high-production movie. <laughs> And in a way that wasn't like over our kids' heads. No, you know what I really appreciated about them, and it, it, it was something I really took note of to to use in my own life. Um, they just they didn't talk down to the kids, like you know how a lot of kid centric things are kind of like goofy. It's just goofy, goofy, yeah. loud, silly. They treated them kind like... Kind of like hooks. Hook. Yeah. yeah. Yuck, yuck type stuff. Yeah. Um, they just sat down with them and it was very grown up and um, they asked for their ideas and they just took what the kids came up with and made some really fun things. Mm-hmm. So I just, I appreciated that. And why is it crazy that they did that for us? Because they're getting married on Sunday. Yeah. And they were yeah. here Monday. Yeah. Today's Wednesday. Mm-hmm. They're here Monday, like doing like a fight scene, (laughs) like a stunt movie. (laughs) Those stunts were pretty cool. Teaching the kids how to throw, to do punches. Yeah. Yeah. So anyway, um, just super grateful for Kingdom brothers and sisters Mm -hmm. who use their talents again. And we've talked about this, but they took something that they know and that they have expertise in, and they took their time and was very generous, and they came to. Share it with children. Um, And that's just how the kingdom is. It's just such a beautiful, generous place. Um, Sharing the giftings of God. Because there are two uh, believers that are, Mm -hmm. you know, it's all very much about Mm -hmm. very God-centric and Mm -hmm. glorifying Him. Mm -hmm. So taking these, you know, God is blessed. Again, this is kind of what we talked about on that other episode. Just the way... God has gifted and talented you in using it and mm-hmm. teaching others to do the same. And, mm-hmm. Yeah. And to know that these things really matter, like film and photography and art, music. These things really help build the kingdom. And it's not wasted. It's not like, well, this is the entertainment world. Mm-hmm. There, There is definitely a, a use for it. And I... I know you and I both want to see Christians just being better and better at that yeah. for for the glory of God. So thank you, Garrett and Lainey, for just blessing our family. This episode goes this out to you. <laughs> you. All right. Well, what did you have? Uh, you want to wait for that? No. I mean, I mean, it's on. Uh, they already know to expect it. So now that's, uh, we don't even know if you can hear the washing machine has decided to rumble mm-hmm. a little bit. Um, 
Who starts a washing machine before a podcast? <laughs> a lady who does a lot lady of laundry. Who does whatever laundry we can whenever <laughs> we can. Uh, yeah, so what do you want to talk about tonight? Um, well, do you have anything you want to start with? Or I have a little something I could say. Uh, okay. It's a pretty little thing. Aw, you're a pretty little thing. <laughs> I just spit in response to that. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, one of my favorite Rachel Jankovic quotes is that faithfulness doesn't feel like what it is accomplishing. And I think about that all the time because it's so true. Um, but this week, I happened upon my own Instagram page somehow. And I was just scrolling. Because you create fake accounts to like your Instagram posts. Yeah. Oh, that was it. I was that's going was. to like you all my posts. building up one of your ghost accounts. Right. That. Yeah. yeah I'm yeah, glad you reminded me of that. I remember now. <laughs> um, but like if, if I think about my life here at home... It's all very like I'm in I'm in these same rooms and I'm I'm usually working, cleaning, doing food stuff for the kids, you know, clothes, laundry, making beds. Um and it doesn't feel awesome. Like mm. it feels very it's it's not even like a thinking thing. You're just doing your work, you're going about your duties and um so if I think about my life in that way, through those lenses, it's all just very normal, yeah. um, you know. Yeah. But when I when I was looking through our Instagram pictures, it was just it was beautiful, mm-hmm. <laughs> and there were meals, and there were kids in beautiful clothes, and there were parties and celebrations and Sabbath dinner and homeschool class and just just a a beautiful mm-hmm. life. And I think um, social media, (laughs) we can, like, be so suspicious of anything good we see on it. You know, like, oh, that's just a a way to show off. Or to put on a pretty face when really life is just dishes. No, I totally agree with what you're about to say. Yeah, but, but I was just thinking maybe it actually can be... A compilation of the actual fruit that is bursting out yeah, of the yeah, life that, of no, faithfulness. Yeah, what I think often happens when people say things like that, mm-hmm. like "Oh, that's just so fake. You're just trying to make it." Now, some people are. Yes, right? there's a reality. To and that. there have been times in the past when I, you yeah. know, just... but there's also the problem with that is people are don't think that their life is beautiful. That's exactly the norm my that point. they don't think and that's why I told yeah. you I was totally yes. gonna agree with you. Yeah. Is that they they look at their own life right and they think it it's not beautiful. Mm-hmm. It's horrible and a burden it's and it's all these and things and I'm working hard and I'm tired and I'm wore out and I'm cranky and I'm And the all kids these are things. fighting. Yeah and, and it's as if in their own mind they think I'm not accomplishing something beautiful. Right. And then when you stop and you look at, mm-hmm. if you took a still picture of mm-hmm. what was, then you would mm-hmm. be able to look at it and go, oh, mm-hmm. wow. And right. and I think, yeah, I think that you're exactly right yeah. on that. It was just kind of a good moment for me to, it's kind of like having a bird's eye view for a second of what is actually taking place. And yeah, the everyday stuff does not feel awesome. It's. It is. It's a grind. Mm-hmm. It's tiring and 
sometimes you think, I just did this. Like, I just cooked, and now I'm cooking again. Mm-hmm. Um, but when you scale back and look at the people at the table who are smiling, eating, mm-hmm. you look at the way a father looks at his kids, like if, if there's a picture of you, it's <laughs> the most beautiful thing. And it just gave me a boost. And it made me think that, that social media, I mean, yeah, there are so many bad things about it. But maybe, aside from using it to spread the fame of the Lord, like you can use all of social media to evangelize the world. But also, go back and look at what the Lord is doing through your pictures. Yeah, I think it's another example of that funny Christian cynicism mm-hmm. that we can sometimes have. It's like... The home is a wonderful place. Mm-hmm. And then people are like, my home's wonderful. I love my home. Here's some pictures of yeah. people I love so much. And we're like, your home's not that great. Homes yeah. can't be great. You're you showing know, off. Quit showing off. And it's Fake. like, what, what is <laughs> that? It's like, which one is it? Yeah, is like, it, don't the, people. Is it a great thing we're <laughs> celebrating and cherishing and proclaiming, hey, home life is awesome. Here's right. me and my kids doing homeschool. Or yeah. here's our family sitting around the table eating dinner together. And... Mm-hmm. Is that something you should celebrate or not? Mm-hmm. Uh, and so we're like, it needs to be celebrated. Then when people do, we say, right. fake, not real. <laughs> yeah. Like, oh, that's not what it's like. And it's right. like, which one is it? Right. And I think I think we've got to be careful that... Uh, um, not to be a cynic? Well, not to be a cynic, just in general. That's just mm-hmm. the cultural uh, and maybe even just human mm-hmm. uh, failing there. Um, but yeah, to... To recognize ourselves mm-hmm. that, yes. that it's easy to say family is great and children are arrows. Mm-hmm. But then in how we think about it and how we view it in the midst of knocking the arrow on the bow. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> uh, or, you know, this little, you know, the, this we're, we're raising up a garden of mm-hmm. children and you're having to weed the garden. Mm-hmm. It can be easy to forget that when you get done weeding the garden, you can take some really cool pictures. Yes. Uh, and you weed the garden to be able to take the picture <laughs> of the beautiful garden. Right. And, and who posts pictures of their weeds on no Instagram? One. No one. Like, you don't. You don't have no. to do that. Yeah. Um, and I, I think recognize yourself in other people's beautiful photos like if you see yeah, yeah. A, oh, a, that's a good idea a family enjoying a meal together just photoshop your face on <laughs> exactly no just think that's just squint, what just squint, like. squint a little bit when you're looking at the picture and go, <laughs> oh that's me oh that's us <laughs> yeah that's what it looks like when your family has a meal together it's the same thing and that's what i would say be encouraged don't think that's what our family will look like realize that's probably what your family does look like yeah to people who are on the outside looking in. Yeah. Now you in the trenches, like you said, mm-hmm. faithfulness doesn't feel that way. Yeah, and I mean, like our Sabbath dinner, mm-hmm. it's not, you know, you take a still photo of the candles and the family mm-hmm. sitting around. You know what is happening most of the meal is the kids messing with the candles. Mm-hmm. You know, it's not like... Talking about, I mean, that's what we did the last Sabbath talking dinner. Talking about who gets to... The last Sabbath dinner, this is what you, what you have when... <laughs> When you have me as a husband, uh, you have <clears throat> Papa pouring <throat> the hot wax on his hand and going, who else wants to pour hot wax on their Right, hand? exactly. And so, furtive mother going, <laughs> this is great. Yay, okay, Yay, last time. Fun. Last time, everybody. 
<laughs> yeah, so, I mean, there are always things like that going on behind a still photo. So, I don't know. It just... It just gave me a, a real boost this week to see, okay, all that work, look what that's producing. A mm. whole year's worth of, of parties and meals and kids and clean clothes and uh, going places. And, and I would say, again, this gets back to the power of the Holy Spirit in convicting His people. Mm-hmm. Like, if you're <clears throat> posting those things... Mm-hmm. For the purpose of glorifying yourself mm-hmm. rather than glorifying... I mean, that's what you need to be doing. Like, right. you're posting it to, to show the glory mm-hmm. of God mm-hmm. in these mundane, everyday... In, like, God is good. Mm-hmm. Like, this is, this is a blessing from Him. Mm-hmm. And it's beautiful. And the Holy Spirit will let you know yes. if you are doing it for yourself I was say that. or if you're doing it for him. You know. You know. So don't so don't let that keep you from celebrating mm-hmm. cuz I mean you can see how how that might be used against you mm-hmm. to actually be able to celebrate. Mm-hmm. I'm not saying everyone needs to get a social media account no. or everyone needs to have Instagram. No. What I'm saying is or po- even post pictures. I'm not saying that would be actually be great if they did. Uh, it'd be good to fill up where people are instead of scrolling through recipes, tired of scrolling through recipes and little dumb things. No, they were like, I'm tired uh, uh, uh. of recipes are awesome. No, I mean you know what it, you know how you get on. That's what I'm saying. But you get on Facebook <laughs> and it's all just recipes or just pictures of food. Uh huh. I and people gripe about that. Uh-huh. It'd be great if okay. they had to gripe about all these Christians <laughs> posting about how happy their lives are. <laughs> Here's another picture of how great it is to be a believer so in the Lord. They're all smiling when can all the time. We get back to food so I don't have to see these people. They're all a bunch of fakes and they're not. And then they find out, no, no, they're not fakes. This is really what life is like. You, you are faithful to the Lord and he blesses you 10,000 fold. And oh, uh, heaven forbid that oh, be a thing. And you know what? That is another thing I wanted to talk about. Okay. Can we? Yeah. I would allow it. Okay, how happy it is to just live the most simple Christian life. I was thinking today, mm. like, when you are, are killing your sin that's in your heart, when you are loving your, your spouse the way the Lord says to, mm-hmm. taking care of each other in the ways we're supposed to take care of each other, um, taking care of your children, um, man, what a happy life. It's so fulfilling. It is so fulfilling the kind of life that he scripted for the world. It is almost as if (laughs) when you live the way the creator made us to live, things go a little better. Yeah. Yeah. When you don't buck that. Right. When instead you go with the flow. Mm Mm-hmm. Uh, and trust him. Yeah. Just do what he has said to do. Trust him. And the, you don't have to be chasing after happiness because you will be living You'll be in super it. happy. You'll be living That's in what it. I was telling someone Through Christ, I was of like, course. I am, I cannot imagine myself being happier. Mm-hmm. And it's not, it has nothing to do. Well, I can't say nothing to do. Like, But it doesn't, it, does, it has nothing to do <clears throat> with the the uh you know sort of particulars of my life mm-hmm. um 
like this is great or that's great. It's like I'm just happy because mm-hmm. I'm trying to chain myself to the Lord and His righteousness every mm-hmm. day, and just being obedient. Mm-hmm. And as you do that, mm-hmm. and you when you see sin, you shuck it off, mm-hmm. uh, and you just live that, like you said, that simple Christian life. Uh, man, <laughs> is it just the most satisfying? Mm-hmm. Life, and you see all these other people on these, on these hamster wheels of pursuing things, that then just leads to a new and different hamster wheel. Right. Uh, and yes. It's, it's sad um, <clears throat> because it is a, a paradox. Like you wouldn't think, how how can I be happy? You know, mm-hmm. I think most people don't when they're looking at ways to be happy. I don't think that they. Would see the the Christian life of obedience as an option, mm-hmm. <laughs> like it looks so, you know, lame to people. Well, yeah, that's what First Corinthians fifteen tells us mm-hmm. that they're going to look at this and think that we've wasted our life. Mm-hmm. We haven't. No, no, and we actually they think we wasted. We're going. We've got nothing. Yeah. We've got no regrets. No. Like, total happiness and joy. Yeah. And, like... Like, all, come join yeah, us. Yeah. Like, it's it's the best life. It's the best life right now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And in the, the world to come. Like, it's eternal yeah, life. It's your, it started. Yeah, it's eternal It has started life. in it our hearts. It has begun. It has yes. begun. It, the eternal life you're living now, mm-hmm. just continue. Yeah. And we'll get better and better. Yeah. And then perfect. But, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, good stuff. We're not even in Second Peter yet. You're already getting there. <laughs> well, those, those are two good things. I, what I've been thinking about is just the value of God's Word as a sword mm. in the battle mm-hmm. of this world. Mm-hmm. Um, so we're, we don't wrestle against flesh and blood, but against uh, principalities, spiritual, yeah, all that stuff. Uh, and the weapon we have of the Word of God is the effective weapon we're supposed to use in the fight. Mm-hmm. And I think it's funny how little we... So if we saw that as our weapon... We would spend so much time <laughs> in God's Word. Mm-hmm. And God's Word is like, reading the Bible is like, so what I've been thinking of is reading the Bible is like sharpening. Mm-hmm. Like just sharpening that sword for the next conflict. Mm-hmm. The next conflict from that. It's going to come from the outside, from the world, mm-hmm. from Satan, from our own uh, vestiges of, of sinfulness that the Lord is, is, is shucking away. Um, and so the more we read of God's word, the more we hone that mm-hmm. sword so that the cut can be clean and precise, guided, um, and, and that we know mm-hmm. where the cut needs to, mm-hmm. needs to happen. Uh, because sometimes we'll have this feeling from the spirit that something isn't right, mm-hmm. that this isn't, there's something missing here. And, 
And it's after a careful examination of the word that where it was like, oh, mm-hmm. you know, that's, that's what it is. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so the more we're in God's word, the more we can excise that before it becomes mm-hmm. uh, large. Yeah, uh, or you're not going through that moment of, uh, something's not right here. What are we supposed to do? Uh, but can, mm-hmm. can really take that, you know, Hebrews 4.12, that, that, sword that that separates you know soul and spirit joint and marrow all that and just Mm -hmm. rip down Mm -hmm. into the the heart of of what's going on so the more we read god's word the more that sword of the word is sharpened and i think it works kind of in our lives almost the the picture i had of what type of sword for my own personal life is like a potato peeler Mm-hmm. Like as you're reading the word, it's like just all these little mm-hmm. like shaving off of who you are, or, or even I mean that's kind of creepy, uh, <laughs> but even like like a like the other picture I thought was like of a whittling. I was going to say that, yeah. Uh, and so it's almost it it is a just a carving of the Lord mm-hmm. uh, into what we're supposed to be, yeah. and and the the sword does that so using reading god's word is the means by which he does that Mm -hmm. learning god's word uh, taking taking it in Mm -hmm. any way that you can of course i think primarily it's you know as a body on the lord's day is the chief time Mm -hmm. that the the, that god does that but hopefully every day Mm -hmm. as you're just eating feasting on the word of God, it's it's gonna be it's gonna be working through mm. you uh, like that. So that that's just been that's really funny you brought that up because do you know what the next thing on my list is? No, but I still want to talk about this more. Are you gonna change the subject? No. Oh, okay. It's the same thing. It would be funny if you were like, <laughs> I uh, want to talk about you know shoes. And I was like, oh, okay. <laughs> no, I wanted. Uh, it was about this very thing. Not about it being a sword, mm-hmm. but is this a good time to say that? What I was going to say? Uh, sure, it goes with it, yeah. Um, well, I just was thinking about how sometimes people expect to sit down and read the Bible and have this wow moment, and when it doesn't happen, they stop reading it. And I was reading Second Peter this week, which we talked about that, right? What I think we talked. Yeah, about yeah, it. yeah. But I was reading Second Peter. This week for the third time this year. <laughs> third time. And it was like a light bulb. Like I understood it for... I remember you saying, ooh, Second Peter is so good. <laughs> Which I thought, you know, you just don't hear that I know. Because <laughs> we're about to preach through Second Peter. And it's, it's just like... three chapters. Ah, yeah, it's short. And it just, some really good stuff. Yeah. It just... It was a good... It was my time with mm-hmm. Second Peter. And I just thought... What's your favorite book of the Bible? Oh, Second Peter. <laughs> like the part where the earth is like Third burnt John. up. Yeah, I love when the earth is burnt up. I'm like, what? <laughs> Which is a great section, though. I can't wait to preach it. That's amazing. Yeah, but it just reminded me of that. Like, um, every time you come to the Word, it is, it's doing a work. Even if you don't have that, like, mm-hmm. that thing I had with Second Peter... The first time you read First Peter, you might just read it and be like, "I don't know what this means." Yeah, 
But it's so don't everybody run to Second Peter and be like, <laughs> "What did she see?" <laughs> like the spirit works, and and we all know this. You can read a passage fifty times, yes. and the fifty first time you read it, yeah. it's like, <gasps> and it's not like it's saying something new or you're uh-huh. seeing some hidden gem no. in there. You're seeing what was clearly there that you just you're just yeah didn't notice. Yeah. So sometimes you don't feel the mm-hmm. the potato peeler. Even, you know, in real life, you'd feel the table. <laughs> but it's still, it's still, ha- it's still happening. Yeah. So just, that's, I mean, that's how Jesus speaks of it in, in, in John 14. He talks about that the, the helper, the Holy Spirit is going to teach us mm-hmm. and cause us to remember. Sometimes, mm-hmm. like we've said, all he's doing is, is planting things there. He's giving you the sword mm-hmm. because for the fight that's coming. Mm-hmm. Not for right now, because you're not in the fight right now. Mm-hmm. This is this is a sword thrust for later, and, and that remind it's it's like well it, Jesus temptations mm-hmm. um, when he's in the desert and Satan is tempting him. What does he say in every response mm-hmm. to Satan? It is written mm-hmm. blank. It is written blank. Right. It is written blank. I mean each time, mm-hmm. uh, and and. He's not reading those at that moment. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> like, I you know, read this today. Oh, <laughs> it is written. Here I am having my Bible study in six place. <laughs> so, I mean, these things, you're learning them to have that sword when the temptation comes to you to mm-hmm. do whatever, to be able to say, mm-hmm. it is written. Yeah. Um, and and that's proactive rather than reactive. Yeah. So Satan doesn't come and tempt you, and then you go to the Word and then read and find your answer. Which you, is what a lot of people do. And yes. that's what I used to do. Like, yes. let and me I, go to and, the okay, concordance. And, and, and you should do that. But but that was my only Bible reading. Like, yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. I'm struggling with anxiety today. Yes. Let me... Psalm, Psalm 119.71. <laughs> it is good that I was afflicted so that I might learn your word. It is good when <clears throat> affliction comes and we go, oh, I need to get in God's word and learn it. That's good. But that can't be, it can't always be reactive. Right. can't always be reactive. It's not very effective. Uh, yeah. It needs to, more effective is is proactively knowing so that when the temptation comes, you can immediately mm-hmm. strike it out. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so, because I don't think a lot of times we do the concordant search to deal with sin. Mm-hmm. I think the concordant <laughs> search is to deal with troubles yeah uh but we're normally not like i just did this and i feel like that's wrong mm-hmm. let me go check my bible yeah uh, like someone was it, mean to yeah me. yeah it's this <laughs> here's my struggle here and so yeah i would say trust like and get in god's word to sharpen the swords that well you were going to steal some petrine and jane's uh let me just encourage you go read first peter five uh and then read James chapter 4. It's really funny how similar they are. Uh, that Satan is walking about like a roaring lion. And we need to resist him uh, and and draw near to God, not to Satan. Uh, and the word of God, spending time reading it, will, will hone you know mm-hmm. your knowledge into a really sharp sword. Which is a great protection mm-hmm. against uh, Satan's temptations. Yep. Yeah. I've also noticed how much it has helped me with the kids in pinpointing 
like things that mm-hmm. felt vague before before I started reading my Bible more. Mm-hmm. Things that felt vague, like you said, something doesn't feel right here. To then having a more this is what we're dealing. Yeah. With. Oh, yeah. this is a matter of mm-hmm. this, and I have a verse or many verses to address and, it. And I would just tell you right now, in all of Christian history, we have never ever had as many opportunities <laughs> to be able to take in the Word of God mm-hmm. as we do right now. Yeah. I mean, you can take it in in book form mm-hmm. as normal in Bibles that are very compact now, mm-hmm. uh, very easy to carry around, or both as big as you need them to be, mm-hmm. or as small as you need them to be. Mm-hmm. So you've got it in book form. You can get, it's on your phone. Mm-hmm. You can. I mean, we've all got phones, and we've got our faces in them all the time. Just let your phone tell you what your screen time was for the day. Mm -hmm. And you'll see how much time we have on our phones. Mm -hmm. Because this is a whole other subject. It it becomes so ubiquitous that we don't realize how much we're in it. Yeah. Uh, And I'm not just talking about texting, or I'm talking about spending time scrolling through the the interwebs. Uh, So we've got it on our phones. I mean, we've got audio Bibles. Mm -hmm. You can get in your car. And tell your car to read the Bible to you. Mm-hmm. You can have an audio Bible on your phone, and it can read you the whole time you're driving to work. Mm-hmm. Read you while you're driving. I mean, you can take in. And again, if you're not if you're not trying to get this, you know, idealistic picture of Bible study where it's thirty minutes and you've got a candle and a journal, uh, and that's the only way you can take in the Word of God. But if you've got a, I'm gonna eat however and whenever I can, kind of like we do with real eating. Mm-hmm. Uh, like, I don't have time to sit down for a meal, so I'm grabbing what I can, when I can. I might eat in the car. Mm-hmm. I'm, uh, You know, there's no reason that we're just not constantly mm-hmm. taking in God's Word. Mm-hmm. Constantly. Yeah. And, and, it, and it is all useful. Yeah. It's all useful. Even if your preferred method... Is the 30 minutes. Yeah. Whose preferred method yeah. isn't I mean, that? yeah. Who doesn't like, want to do that? It's all useful, though. It is all useful. Yeah. And we can testify. We're not just saying that. We have seen this. We're not liars. Yeah. Quit calling Don't us call liars. call us liars. <laughs> We've seen it. it. It works. It does not return void. It. Now, our experience has taught us that. Now, Isaiah told us about that, too. Uh, but now our oh, experience yeah. He's really not a liar either. He's not lying when he <laughs> says that the word of God does not return void. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's just like rain. It falls and it waters and you take it in and and it works. Yeah, and one crazy magical day, Second Peter will hit you like a ton yeah. of bricks. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm so sorry about our washing machine. It's definitely going to be in this episode. He's a friendly little washing machine. He's just... He's making a lot of racket back there. Okay, I think it's time for a mystery topic. Oh, golly, already? Yeah. All right, well, it's my turn. Uh, I don't think we did it last time, but... Yeah, you talked about your... Oh, no, you're, no, right, we, right, we, you're right. We skipped it. You're right. Uh, the uh, surprise jello salad uh-huh. mystery topic. Let's stay on <laughs> theme. Sorry. Um, <laughs> the washing machine. Yeah, it's me all distracted. What is your first memory? 
Really? Yeah. Oh, my word. Okay, I was just talking to someone about this. I really? Yeah, like... Who talks about their first... Women are I th- weird. I think I was talking about it with Lainey and my mom. Uh-huh. Because um, I can't imagine a bunch of dudes no, sitting there going, Hey, it, what was your first well, memory? Well, that wasn't the way it came no, up. No, I'm sure it was. Yeah, we're doing each other's hair. So here's my problem. I don't know if it was real or not, or if it was a dream. That's that's funny. <laughs> Because my first memory, when I was thinking about this, I was like, I don't know if that's an actual memory. Yeah. Do you want to know what it is? That's why I I know, but... No. Like, do you want... Never mind, I'll just do mine. Listen, do you want me to think of my actual one that may not be a dream? But this is the furthest back thing I can remember. Yeah, just the furthest back thing you can remember. I was in my baby bed. In the white bedroom at my parents' house, which was... This was a dream. All right. No, no, no. So I'm going to go now. Why are you saying that? Because no, I, I was in a baby you bed. Set it up. You set me up to be able to say it. It didn't really matter what you said. <laughs> that's where I okay, was going. Okay, so that. I was in my baby bed in a crib. It was a crib. And this is impossible. Listen, it's the white bedroom, which is where I lived as a baby. Okay, okay, that was my parents' mm-hmm. room, and it, the bed was on the wall that I remember being in, mm-hmm. and the window was open. And a cow put its head in the window and looked at me. That's it? <laughs> I can still see it. <laughs> you just made it sound like a really hot. I can still see it. It's just so weird. It's, yeah, <laughs> probably because it's a dream. <laughs> Yes! It was real. <laughs> oh, yeah, that was just, so not real. It was just, it just had its head in the window, just staring at me. I feel like that was real, because cause it must have impacted me. My first memory, <laughs> if I can go back, zoom, 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 zoom. Mm. Uh, I can remember some stuff in preschool. Mm-hmm. And I remember some stuff we had a, our babysitter. Mm-hmm. That we would get our daycare babysitter. I'm just trying to work backwards, like, what would be... I remember <laughs> our the lady who did, like, that was our babysitter and our... We, it was one of those we stayed at her house. Mm-hmm. You know? Mm-hmm. She had a house that she would babysit kids at. Mm-hmm. She drove a station wagon. And she smoked like a chimney. <laughs> and that station wagon was just full of smoke. Oh. And I remember she was driving us to school one day. And I remember sticking my head. And we drove on the on in the back of the station wagon. You know, we were just like, there were like four kids. Uh-huh. There were kids in seats, and there were four kids just sitting in the back of the station wagon. You know, no seat belts. I mean, right. And I remember sticking my head in my backpack and her telling me to get my head out of it. Because <laughs> it, it was, yeah, you could get, you could suffocate. And I was like, like, you can breathe in this environment. Uh-huh. Uh, but I, I, so I, I remember, I remember nap time. Terrible Where memory. I would have been like four. <laughs> okay. I remember nap time at at another daycare that we went to. Mm-hmm. And I remember not liking nap time mm. and faking being asleep. Mm-hmm. But I remember laying, 
I remember what it looked like. And I remember laying on the mats mm-hmm. and looking at the window because it had mm-hmm. these big windows. Did you want to go outside? No, I just didn't want to sleep. It was fun outside. That was, that was when I first learned to eat honeysuckle. And I got in oh, my first... Oh, I remember eating honeysuckle. And I got in my first fight uh-huh. there. I still remember it. Cause Preschool? Because one, mm-hmm, one of my friends called uh, Michael Dukakis, Michael the Cockroach. <laughs> uh, and I didn't know... <laughs> I, I mean, I don't even... And he was... Like now, I would have thought he was a loser. I just guess I liked his name. <laughs> uh, but How I remember dare that. Dare you? And I re- yeah, sorry. And I remember what they were playing. I challenge you to a duel. We did duel. <laughs> I also remember in I have a kindergarten memory uh-huh. where a kid we went to the zoo and the kid came back and threw up on the floor. Mm. His name was Adam. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, you just you just outed Adam. You totally outed him. Mm-hmm. Threw up all over the floor. Oh. Oh man, I oh I won't say what I did on the floor. <laughs> what? I think you just I think we've got some guesses. Way to be very circumspect there, young lady. You almost woo, you really caught yourself. Oh, I almost said what I did on the floor. Like what? <laughs> there are only so many options. And they're all gross. And if any of them are true. I'm sorry. That's funny. Just, we'll talk about it some other time. No, we won't. Why okay. would we? <laughs> okay, good. Why would we talk about that I didn't know if I ever? needed to clear it up. No, you okay. clean it up later. We'll just clean it up. Clean it up. We'll just. Yeah. Yeah. It wasn't that bad. So of the options, it wasn't the worst. Mm-hmm. Okay, moving on. Yeah. So you don't think mine was real? That could have been, I don't know. Wouldn't that be neat? <laughs> Why would it be neat? <laughs> to be that close to a cow? I mean, there's some disconcerting parts of it. <laughs> if a cow could reach into your crib, like, what was going on? What sort of setup has cows, like, I think you were just probably watching an episode of Green Acres. <laughs> and, it was, you know. I've seen a lot of paintings over the years that, so you basically <laughs> turned your child life into a pastoral scene from, like, one of the Impressionist painters? No, I've seen a lot of pictures of cows with their heads in windows. That's why I'm saying it's not real. No, no, no. And it, it's reminded me of the day as a baby. Oh, yeah, that's probably what the it is. actual... There you go. That's probably how it historical works. Historical event so of when the, I the saw a cow. The pictures are reminding you of your reality, not yeah, your reality being shaped by the pictures no, that you saw. I just don't think I would camping. remember the bed and the... It's very distinct. I still... I mean, I can see it right now. It looked just like a cow. <laughs> I remember laying in a bed in a hospital <laughs> and just meeting these two new people. Whatever. Yeah. I was wrapped up like a burrito. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I saw bright light. Mm-hmm. That's funny. Oh, goodness. That was okay. a good question. Well, what verses do you got? Well, funny enough, I got a little second Peter. Oh, God. <laughs> It's funny that he came up. So Second Peter 1, verse 12. Therefore, I intend always to remind you of these qualities. Uh-huh. Though you know them and are established in the truth that you have, I think it right as long as I am in this body to stir you up by way of reminder 
since I know that the putting off of my body will be soon, as our Lord Jesus Christ made clear to me. And I will make every effort so that after my departure, you may be able at any time to recall these things. And that just, that just made me like emotional because here we are reading, reading the heart that he had, reading the very words that he spoke there. Mm -hmm. He said, I'm going to make every effort that you can recall these things. Well, we're still reading that. And it Mm -hmm. just, it just made me praise God and... Also to think that our words, like what we've talked about so much, the sowing, the, what we're teaching our kids, what we're leaving for, for future generations of the kingdom, um, it's, it's so worth our time, our effort to just put forth all, the, all of the, the strength and um, energy and everything we have to, to pass these things on. Mm-hmm. Even no. through a podcast. Yeah, it, definitely. And it's funny that you mentioned that verse because that was a verse from Second Peter. It's one of my one of my favorite verses, and I can't wait to 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 get to it when we preach that that verse fifteen. Make every effort so that after my departure, maybe we'll recall mm-hmm. uh, these things. I think that's a great mm-hmm. pastoral goal. Mm-hmm. Like this is what a pastor should want. Like when the pastor's gone, mm-hmm. and I assume that means he died, mm-hmm. not moved to a church with with a higher salary. Uh, that, that, uh, <laughs> burn. No, not a burn. Like a, okay, burn. Uh, so that you may be able at any time to recall these things. I think that's what you should, you should teach in such a way. And, yes. and, and well, we talked about it, you know, that with, um, you know, that, that, that preaching that is a repetitive mm-hmm. sewing. Foom, foom. Uh, I think this is you want to preach in such a way that so when you're gone they recall not necessarily what you said although it can be what you mm-hmm. said if what you're saying is coming from mm-hmm. what the Lord has said and then he goes on to say there ain't seen says for we did not follow clearly devised myths mm-hmm. so I mean he's teaching them the word right he's teaching them the word so much that when you're gone they remember what yes. the word says and well that's funny you say that because that's another thing I was going to say earlier mm-hmm. about the even before we got to first peter or second peter when i was reading through first peter through the bible reading challenge i was just amazed how much i know this book now of first mm-hmm. peter cuz you've been preaching out of it for 2 years um and i know it like i know what it's about now and each i mean each verse you have taught us what it what it means and the same for hosea mm-hmm. and first corinthians like i have very um, much more developed ideas of those books because of the preaching of the word. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think you're doing a good job. Well, thanks. And I think it's also good for parenting mm-hmm. that parent your kids in such a way so that if you're ever gone, mm-hmm. either taken from their life or uh, they get married, mm-hmm. which should be the only times that they leave your home, uh, which we can have a whole episode on that. Uh <laughs> And the the model we see there, um, that they recall what you've said and taught them because you've talked mm-hmm. to them so much that even if you're not there, yeah, they recall those things. Mm-hmm. Uh, anyway, mm-hmm. so yeah, it's really good. I, I like that. Uh, 
that mm-hmm. stirring us up. So good. It stirs up by way of reminder. Mm-hmm. I love that. You can be stirred up by a reminder, stirring up by way of reminder. That's good. Um, mine is uh, coming to us from the illustrious Gospel of Mark. Uh, one of the most famous, I think, uh, <laughs> sort of prayers. Mm-hmm. Uh, the, 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 I believe help my unbelief. Mm. And I think that is it's my favorite. Uh, I think I think as Christians sometimes we're, you know, f- afraid mm-hmm. to admit to God some of the things going on in our hearts mm-hmm. when He already knows them. Mm-hmm. He knows what we're struggling with. He knows when we don't have don't have belief. We're so we, we're afraid to like fess up to to our doubts, to our struggles, to our to our failures, but. But God, He already knows them, mm-hmm. and He encourages us to to admit them. To well, it's like we saw in Psalms, like pour your heart out to Him and let Him be your refuge. Mm-hmm. But He doesn't say don't pour your heart out, heart out. Like like if you're if you're anxious or you're going through whatever, like pour pour your heart out. Say, you know, because the Christian life. Is a life both of immense victory and continued struggle. Mm-hmm. Both of those things are proclaimed in the gospel, and then part of our holification. Another topic we can talk about why I call it that. Uh, part of our holification is that uh, is that work mm-hmm. uh, that we've been saved, and and yet we're we're not what we will one day be. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so I think that prayer of I believe help my unbelief is is a good like everyday prayer for the Christian. God, I believe. Yeah. Help my unbelief because we we see those things in our lives. We see success, but we also see constant room for growth mm-hmm. in our lives. Constant room mm-hmm. for us to grow and get better. Uh, and I can't remember if it was Calvin or Spurgeon uh, that said there is. In the, there's a sense in which in the Christian is at the same time both believer and unbeliever. Mm. Uh, we believe, you know, by by God's grace, uh, but since that faith isn't yet perfect, mm-hmm. there remains part of us that is still unbelieving because that's what sin is. That's why we uh, sin. Yeah, yeah. That's why we struggle to obey. That's why we fail as as husbands, as wives, as mm-hmm. parents, as friends, as, as anything, as pastors mm-hmm. and as church members, uh, because we don't believe. Because mm-hmm. if we believed, we wouldn't do right. any of uh, any of those things. So, you know, what do we do with that incomplete? Holiness. So it's a holiness that's real, but it's incomplete. There is belief, but it is an incomplete. It's a holy, holy making holy process. It is a holification. You are being sanctified. You are being made holier, mm-hmm. right? Because we are holy ones and saints, uh, and yet we we are slaves to righteousness. And yet there's that growth in. Uh, so what do we do with that? I think we cry out to God and we're honest to him about uh, what what we need. Mm-hmm. And so I think if, if you in this if you look in that prayer, I think there's two things uh, that that I, I've struggled with and I've seen others struggle with, especially in the battling of sin is one, 
this isn't a prayer of of utter defeat. Mm-hmm. So he knows even he knows that he believes. Yeah. So I would encourage you an incomplete faith is not an absent faith. Mm-hmm. So just because your faith is not full doesn't mean you've got no faith at all. It may be a mature faith, but it's still there. Mm-hmm. Uh, and and often if we're struggling, we can feel like just total failures. Mm-hmm. And so we'll do everything from questioning our salvation altogether, yeah. which actually <laughs> robs God of the praise he deserves for what he has, your belief at all. Mm-hmm. It robs him of, of, of what he's done. Even if your faith is just the side of a mustard seed, like it shouldn't even be the size of a mustard seed. The smallest of all seeds. Like, oh, I just got this tiny... Like, you should be amazed that you've even got that tiny little faith. Uh, so so when you're when you're struggling, don't look past where God has given you growth before. And you know, I, I've mm-hmm. talked to you about this all the time. Uh, this is one of, my, uh, one of my go-tos, is sometimes we're so busy seeing where we need to be that we get so busy looking at point from point B to C that we forget to see how we moved from point A to B. Mm-hmm. And so we're so busy looking at point C and going, that's where I need to get to. And here's where I am. Uh, we forget that this is not where we started. Mm-hmm. And it robs God of his glory. It, it steals his praise if mm-hmm. we forget and just treat it as if it's all unbelief. Yeah, and it's, it defeats us. Yeah, it's, it's utterly defeat. It's yeah. discouraging. Mm-hmm. Uh, and but he the other thing with that he does admit his failure he admits that it mm-hmm. and he admits that the root of his failure is is unbelief uh, because I think that our struggle against sin isn't really at the heart of it about a particular sin uh, but a, a lack of faith that has allowed that sin to get a foothold in yeah. our heart. I was just thinking that about um, we were talking about taming the tongue and I was thinking about mm-hmm. gossip. That that's another form of unbelief. Because if you're talking about someone in a way that God says not to, it's like you're saying God isn't here in this room. Yeah, he's yeah. not real. He, but if he, if the person, if the person you were talking about was right there, you wouldn't talk. You about would them not like that. because they're real. Yeah, and <laughs> yeah, they're there. Yeah, God is there. And so mm. if, when we do any sin. It is. And I was thinking, that's unbelief. Cause... It's, yeah, it's, it's an unbelief in God himself, an mm-hmm. unbelief in what he said about how the world works and about our happiness and joy and, and all those things. Mm-hmm. That if we believed him, if we believed in him, mm-hmm. and if we believed him, mm-hmm. we, would, we wouldn't do that. And so I, I just love that prayer because I think it's, it really, ca- the, the Christian life is both victorious hallelujah and <laughs> frantic call for help <laughs> like at the same time Amen. Uh, Amen. so that's so true uh, so let's be honest about that the next time we pray let's mm-hmm. uh let's recognize the belief that god has given us mm-hmm. and praise him for it and let's call out for greater belief mm-hmm. and for god to help our unbelief so anyway that's what i love it thinking about. it's good all right. Well, this has been fun. It has been fun. The it's washing fun. machine we'll, is finally stopped. I wish you guys could see how these podcasts happen. <laughs> we'll just be getting ready for bed. And I'll say, can you do a podcast? Yeah. And they'll be like, why? You guys think I... No, I just like talking to you. Yeah. Uh, <laughs>
It's fun and, to talk. And I'm excited about that. Yeah. Today, I was just, I just want to encourage somebody. Like, I yeah. just, the yeah. Lord is so good. And, yeah. Oh, I just. So we hope you have been encouraged. Mm-hmm. We hope that, you know, you've taken some of these things and just been able to rejoice with us. Hopefully seen yourself as a part of this little conversation that we've had. And you've seen your own little uh, struggles and happinesses and all that wrapped up in, in what we talked about. And. If there's anything you'd like for us to talk about, of course, feel free to write us at Ask the Podcast. We just want to help help any way that we can. We've always got topics that we have stowed away, mm-hmm. and uh, we'll get to some of those, and yours might or might not be one, so uh, just let us know. Otherwise, I think that's it. Yeah, that's it. All right. Thanks for listening, everybody. Thanks. We'll see you back here next time. Goodbye. Goodbye.